Hello, welcome to Friendly Anarchism. This is Catherine. Do you want to introduce yourself? Um, hi, I'm Bavarian anti-fascist and I'm here as a tourist mm -hmm. <laughs> and I like root beer <laughs> and cheese balls. <laughs> they are awesome. Do, are there no cheese balls in um, Bavaria? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> well, we got you hooked up. <laughs> Do you want to talk about anti-fascist praxis? Yeah. Because you're a strong anti-fascist, yeah. Hmm? Because you're a strong anti-fascist, you do a lot of anti-fascism work. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been doing that? Uh, since six or seven years. I'm not sure anymore. Have you seen a lot of development in the movement? Development? just like change in how you do things and how many people there are and how it's being affected how the community at large um, well yeah. I've, I've recognized that with every with every success the, the people get more depressed with every success people get more depressed mm -hmm. why because you have to fight for things which should be normal and it's a success that you win and you're happy or or you're yeah you you you're happy that you have been successful but you also get depressed afterwards because you think like okay what the fuck this is such a normal thing why i have to to go on demonstrations for it like like the the, the right for abortion or something like this from, there there's no question for me if if, if abortion should be legal or uh, illegal you know there are so many reasons to have it legal like if somebody get raped do, do you really want like what what kind of, of, of person you are that that you you that you um, that you deny an abortion because of moral things from from a, from a survivor of a rape you know that what kind of person you have you have to be to to be that like th this person get raped you know this person was 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 raped and now she's pregnant from 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 the rapist and you stand there like well, you have to bring the the ch you you have to bring the child to the world because uh it's uh, unethic to <laughs> to to, to kill someone it's like, what the fuck? How stupid you have to be? Mm. For sure, there are also good things happen. Like, um, like many young people joined the movements. Also, old people. Anyways, people get get like. Just because right wing is growing doesn't mean that the left wing don't grow. And with every success of the right wing, there is also a little success for the left wing. Um, with every action you do, people get more interested in you. Hmm. And so, uh, I've I've seen a lot of change in in the movement, like that. For example, more people joined the movement, no matter which age. This is very important, and also I've seen the changes how how strategies and can change. It's awesome. What kind of changes have there been in strategy? Mm. Well, the the change of strategy was uh, that. Bef a few years ago we focused more on outing fascists and um, but on the same time we focused on support refugees in the hunger strike for example there were some hunger strikes in uh, in my city and there was a large support to it and uh, when when this movement mm, like 
Yeah, there was a lot of support for, for, for the refugee struggle and there is still a lot of support, but many people changed um, the, their strategy um, because of the, the fight of the Kurdish against Daesh. For example, many people were before they were just uh, they were focused on anti-racist politics and stuff like that, and then the the Kurdish struggle become a big thing, and then many people started to connect this anti-racist uh, that their focus of anti-racism with the ideas of the Kurdish people, and yeah. Because the Kurdish are, um, they, 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 they do a lot of uh, work in in the public. Like uh, they, yeah, they they upload videos to Facebook or to YouTube. Um, they do interviews with with fighters and and stuff like that. And also they um, they publish pictures and statements when 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 a when a fighter died uh, in the struggle against Daesh so many people um started to work more with with uh, started to work more in the public mm-hmm. like to um a few years ago it was nearly impossible to to uh invite people on Facebook to a demonstration but now it becomes normal because you make a fake profile and invite people <laughs> you know it's 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 not forbidden to go on a demonstration so whatever you talk about working in the public more mm-hmm. what does that look like well you have different ways to 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 work more in the public um, for example, when you plan a protest, you can um, you can think about uh, a person who talks to newspapers or radios and stuff like that, like official statements from the group. Um, but the statements should be good statements, not like yeah, we are Antifa, we punched the Nazis' face. Um, you should explain why you make the demonstration and why is it worth to to organize uh, to, yeah to organize and to protest against the action you pro- protest against um, you also have the you also can write fanzines for example like yeah like and for example, in the, in the in the punk scene, it's normal to make interviews with bands and write CD reviews and stuff like that. You also can do that w- with your with your uh, local anti-fascist crew. That's nearly the same. You can make interviews with anti-fascist bands. Um, you can write about stuff like yeah, you can write about political stuff and everything. When the people are interested in it, they will read it. You should just show the people that you that you are not a stupid idiot which is running around and just punch Nazis because it's not about this 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 fight is not only fighting Nazis. You have to fight the root of fascism, and the root of fascism is capitalism. And you have you have the possibility with with those fanzines for example to write about this stuff but but you should yeah like I said you you should show that you know um, what you do like if you try to explain someone in in 16 sentences why why you fight Nazis you should not write 16 sentences about how nice it is to break a Nazi's nose you should say, okay, uh, capitalism causes fascism because this and because of that and stuff like this. I feel like... Just be smart. The anti-fascist movement, at least here, is really isolated from the public a lot of times. And so if we're making fanzines and stuff, I, I don't know. Um, I think I haven't seen... I mean, I don't know all anti-fascism in America, obviously, but like sort of specific 
zines like that that are for public consumption? Is do you like give zines out to just the public in general, or um, you can? Well, okay, if you have the problem that your fanzines are isolated, um, you can you can write neighborhood newspapers, for example. Um, which you put in the mailboxes of the people. It's like a, it's like a free neighborhood newspaper. You talk about what's going on in your neighborhood, and you talk a little bit about politics. And yeah, be smart. <laughs> we were talking about um, neighborhood organizing um, before we started recording. You were talking about districts and yeah. creating liberate, liberated spaces. Yeah and sort of connecting on a personal level with with people in their communities and talk about talk about that um yeah what exactly you want to know <laughs> well you told me such great stories which i'd gotten on tape about the um the restaurants uh, and the bars and oh yeah well okay um uh, many cities in in europe got their left-wing neighborhoods or whole district um which is an important thing for, for anti-fascist work because, uh, as first of all, the, the idea of anti-fascism don't get isolated. If you, um, if you show presence in, in, in the neighborhood or in the district, um, and support your local businesses, like when you when you live in a neighborhood where you for example in, in our neighborhood um, there is a Greek food place and um, when we sometimes we go there to eat and we are we're talking openly about politics and everything and the people hear it uh, like the people who work there and so he knows that we are anti-fascists and he also said that um, it's a it's a good thing what we do and that we should continue the fight. And uh, once in summer when we were there eating, he offered us free frappe, like it's like Greek iced coffee. Um, because he said, yeah, I know these guys, they they do a good political work and I like them, so they get free frappe. <laughs> it's like. Just try to to have a just try to have a good connection to 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 the people in in your neighborhood because mm -hmm. um, this fight for 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 freedom for real freedom and um, is is not a thing which is just for a bunch of people like we fight this this battle for all people and you have to show the people. That you fight for them, and hey, just just go to eat, talk openly about politics, and mm -hmm. and be cool with the people, mm -hmm. so they will understand your ideas, and then you can talk with them about it. And it's incredible what words can do. Yeah, I mean, in my own work, I was afraid at first because sort of the milieu or the praxis is often to not talk about it openly at all. Um, but when I started talking to people openly and like letting people know, like I'm Antifa, I fight fascism, this is what I do, people were more often than not very, very interested and like maybe a little taken aback at first, but then just just curious. And then and then even past that, starting to get people to reach out to, or reaching out to me for help and saying I have this problem or I know this thing or um, how do you, what do I do? Like I want to help. You know, I had this one guy who's a professor of... Um, and he, I was at a party, and he, I was talking openly about being Antifa because the Eugene Weekly article had come out, and I was like, "Yep, that's me." And people realized, "Whoa, that's you!" <laughs> like, yeah. And he was immediately like wanting to block in, just like, "Get me, get me out there!" Like, I mean, it was like, "I can't, I can't just send you into a block." I and the, at the time, I didn't really have anywhere for him to go either, and so um, I wasn't expecting that. You know what I mean? This sort of like older professor guy just immediately wanting to like jump into front lines um <laughs> and um so it's been being open about being an anti-fascist when at first it's scary it's been incredibly fulfilling 
you know, to change, to show people that I'm not scary and that the work is good and that and the work is needed, you know. I don't have to talk uh, in, in, in YouTube or I don't have to record podca uh, pod podcasts or whatever to be to be present in public like maybe maybe the the podcast and maybe the maybe the YouTube videos are even better than than just walking around in a political shirt because um, when you make a podcast or a YouTube video you have so much time to explain your positions and when when somebody see you with an I don't know with an with an shirt with kill Nazis then then you don't have this much time to explain your position and some there are some people in this world <laughs> which would see a kill Nazi sentence in, in a way like oh this person want to murder someone so they don't ask for um, they, they, they don't think about that it's a fascist they just see that you want to murder someone and you don't have the time to explain why fascism is shit and why you should beat the shit out of Nazis so so maybe the so maybe the public of the podcast and of the YouTube videos is better than, than with the shirt but but be present in, 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 in public is in, in many ways good as long as you don't stand in, in front of I don't know Fox News or fucking Alex Jones and then talk about the, the, the structures in the, in the movement there are some things you should not talk about that's pretty clear but when you organize in a an, in an, in group and you want to work in the public just talk with, with your comrades I mean are we in it's like you, you talk about it talk about uh, talk with them about the idea to make a podcast to to be present in, in, in the public and then you also can talk about what you want to say and what you don't want to say mm -hmm. and I mean it's, it's, it's clear that you don't say hi I'm I don't know. I'm I'm Charles. I live in this <laughs> and that street in, in in fucking Portland or something. It's like talk about what what makes you an anti-fascist. What goal you have? Talk about your political stuff. That's also a public work, and this is and this is important because the, a movement can. Can't, can't exist without an idea and you can't um, and, and you can't um, if just a few people know about the idea uh, then you're probably going to fail but if you're able to win people for your idea of a better world And it's absolutely awesome, and then you should use the ways you have. And one way we have is to talk to people and to to bring our ideas to them, how we think about this world. I'm pretty sure if you if you talk, for example, if you talk about how important free healthcare is, you will you will get a lot of people who listen to you if you just talk about we punched the Nazi in the face because we are badass Antifa motherfuckers yeah then it's stupid but talk about the stuff the people which is important for the people I think a lot of Americans don't really understand fascism And don't really believe that it's real in some ways. They think it's a historical, you know, it's something that's in the past that fascists aren't. So when when anti-fascists are saying, "Look, this person is a fascist," they don't understand what that means. They just think, you know, right wing, and it's someone that you can talk to, somebody you can debate with, somebody that um, that there's. It's too shocking to think that there are people who legitimately want genocide that are living in our communities. 
you know, so it, it can get hard. It's hard to talk to people about anti-fascism sometimes when they don't, aren't willing to accept the realities of how serious the problem is. And, like, how to bring people into that conversation is hard. There's a lot of fear and a lot of denial. You know? It's better to talk now while you are in fear and... Yeah. It's it's better to talk now about about the stuff. Talk even if you're afraid, talk now about the stuff because there will be a moment when you will be just afraid and you're not able to talk openly anymore. And if you think it's far away from you, no, it's right in front of your door. And this danger is everywhere. It's like fascism is not a thing from the past. Watch there <laughs> there are enough videos you can watch in which people talk about how 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 good it is to be racist and stuff like this. How can you say that this stuff is something from the past? The Portland train attack. It was a racist. It was a racist murder. How can you say that's something from the past? That's not true. In fucking Russia, every day anti-fascists have to fear their life because Nazis run around and and kill anti-fascists. That's a true thing. Right-wing parties go into parliaments in, in, in Europe. Your president is right-wing. <laughs> yeah. How yeah. can you say it's from the past? It's not from the past. It's happening. Mm -hmm. I think where we're at right now in fascist creep in America and matching that moment with how we organize is a really important strategic consideration on as far as how open we can be and how open we should be and how much outreach we should be doing and like because I think right now we're still at a point it's very important to get to be open with community and get as many different kinds of community on board as possible because um, we're not at the point where it's like at Russia where people are just in fear for their lives mm. all the time you know mm. um, fighting fear among the anti-fascist movement and fighting paranoia and fighting isolation is one of the battles that's an internal battle in the movement here you know do you run into that in your organizing too just paranoia yeah being just um paralyzed because you're afraid mm. of each other you know of cops of snitches of um um of the security state you know of, be, of being watched Well, this paranoia, it's good to be a little bit paranoid, but you are not, you, you should not get too paranoid. Save yourself as good as you can. That's the only thing you can do. And about snitches, well... There are always people who talk. People get paranoid because they are afraid of repression and I totally can understand that. But that's also a point where you should maybe um, organize more anti-repressive work. Like um, groups in, in Europe often uh, organize uh, speeches For local anti-fascists um, about law stuff like anti-repressive stuff and mm -hmm. so like the only thing you can do is save yourself as good as possible and also it's also important to, to talk to your comrades about that um, just communicate in, in a safe way And 
do anti-repressive work, like how you can, because not we we all work together. You know, we are all anti-fascists, no matter at, at at which place we are. And when a group from New York got a new way to to um, to to send messages more safe, like that the cops and the FBI or something can't read it, then this group should spread it with with all the others. You don't fight for yourself alone. So. Anti-fascism uh, or anti-fascist work is also a work against repression. How you can avoid repression, how you can save others uh, from repression. So maybe some people should think about like when they are organized in an anti-fascist group and they have really good IT skills, maybe they should think about doing some anti-repressive work instead of organizing the next black block like going to demonstrations is also uh, important no matter but the struggle on the street can't exist without uh, without the struggle in the background mm-hmm. and anti-repression is one of that struggles speaking of demonstrations um, some of the tactics that you use at demonstrations in the block are really interesting are really cool Yeah, you have a favorite one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We already talked about it. I know, I know. I wish I'd had the mic on. It was really cool. Um, The sponge rocks was fun. Yeah. (laughs) Well, (laughs) it sadly just worked one time. But uh, buy a sponge and cut them like, uh, like a stone, spray them gray. And instead of real stones, just throw that on the police. <laughs> because afterwards you can say, hey, we were just throwing sponge on the police and the police hit us and <laughs> beat the shit out of us. <laughs> hey, you can say, oh, that with actions like this, you can... There, there's a 50-50 chance how, how this uh, action will end. <laughs> 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 the people will realize that it's sponge and... It's okay, more or less. Yeah. Or the police beat the shit out of you. <laughs> I guess this brings up the point that a lot of these tactics, we don't want to like broadcast to everybody. <laughs> we just want to send. <laughs> but then we have to be talking to each other better across um, across different groups. You know what I mean? So if we want if we want good tactics that without necessarily broadcasting them publicly, then we have to. Do we be doing a good job speaking with each other? Yeah. Well, a simple connection. We do that too. Like when there is a when there is a demonstration in, in another city, um, they they send flyers or they send an email, and we will write flyers, and then the people get informed. And if somebody wants to drive there then you can you for sure you find some people who will drive with you there and then you can arrive <laughs> in the other city for the demonstration and talk to the people that you want to join the blog it, it's better before like <coughs> it's better to do something if you know the people who if you know them by person because then you can say what's going on but if you are in the block you will you will understand what's going on (laughs) it's just like you know there are some demonstrations which are more organized than others for example in the south of Germany uh, every year is is a big demonstration against the security conference because uh, Uh, It just got the name security conference. In reality, it's just a big market for guns. Like, uh, from from state to state, like uh, Saudi Arabia buys, I don't know, 50 German tanks. And and Great Britain buys, I don't know, guns from Germany and stuff like that. So it's it's one of the big things. And... um, uh, 
the groups who protest against um, against the security conference, they are in contact all the time before the demonstration because they are planning together actions and stuff like that. So there's always a contact. And yeah, then the people that that's the strategy with like they talk about how will the block look like you know like the first row five people or the first row ten people and and who is in the first row just that you know what's going on and then on the uh, front banner and on the side also banners yeah that's that's a strategy which is <laughs> which is good because it also saves from 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 repression when you have banners on the side the police can't film from the side for example or when you uh, when you see that there's the danger that someone should get arrested and taken out of the block you ju just can hook um, link your arms yeah right and then it's uh, not that easy to to grab out the person of the block strategies and actions it's like you can't use every strategy on on, on there are there are special strategies for special demonstrations but the basic sh uh, strategy should be like black block This the, the strategy of a black block. It's not a group. It's it's a strategy, and the basic um, thought about the strategy was being an anonymous mess because everybody wears black. So it, the, that's an anti-repressive um, strategy to get anonymous. Mm -hmm. It, it was never a strategy to 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 become violent or to. It's a nice side effect that it looks dangerous, but the 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 basic thought of it was to become an anonymous mess and to save the people who are uh, protesting there. Yeah. A nice uh, strategy is just, or it's more an action, just stop walking and then count from 10 to 0 and then scream loud and just run one or two steps forward and then stop again. <laughs> That's a nice one. Yeah. Yeah. This action is fun. <laughs> Yeah, having fun. How do you have fun when, you know, you're working under such stressful conditions? Um, I do have a lot of fun. I think we have a lot of fun, but, you know, how do, you, how do we do that? You know, like, it seems like humor. How you said not taking yourself too seriously. Well, yeah, it's like, why should I? The world is a fucking serious place. You also need space where you can be happy. <laughs> And... Don't say yes. It's uh, yeah. The times are not funny, but but we should laugh about some stuff. Otherwise, you get depressed. Mm -hmm. And how we do that, I don't know. Memes. <laughs> enjoy enjoy the little success in life so if you just bring one person to to the movement or if you just bring our ideas to one single person then it's already a success never forget that that's the important thing <laughs> you can be pessimist or you can be optimistic it's easy It's your decision. <laughs> And if you don't take yourself too serious, it, 
in my opinion it shows that you have a strong mind because when when the sh when when the circumstances around you are just full of shit and you still can make fun about yourself then you have a fucking strong mind <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah that's not easy that's so important in fighting fear you know I mean it's also a way to 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 bring people to the movement it's like <laughs> we have uh, we have made uh, Pops Blue Ribbon Ultras stickers <laughs> with, a, with an Antifa logo <laughs> that's it's like <laughs> Around the corner, I've seen a sticker with uh, with Ronald Reagan in front of an Antifa logo. <laughs> sort of mixed messages there. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's funny. The people will look at it and they will, like, I'm pretty sure they will not say, "Oh, it must be a terrorist organization" when they use Ronald Reagan. <laughs> mm. I've seen some pretty funny. Um, Antifa humor stuff. We have like use everything. Just be creative. We have good Night White Pride stickers uh, with with Boogeyman from 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 the fucking WWE in it. <laughs> we have we have Chuck Norris stickers with good <laughs> Night White Pride. It makes no <laughs> sense at all, but it's funny. <laughs> Have you seen the unicorn ones? Yeah. I love the, <laughs> the unicorn ones and the uh, trash panda ones. There's all sorts. Like, Goodnight White Pride is a great... Um, there's there's so many fun things people have done yeah. with that. I mean, uh, the, there is a there is a band from... from uh, there's an um, Antifa skinhead band from Stuttgart. It's in the south of Germany. And the band is called Produzenten der Freude. It's an awesome band. If you like good... Uh, good... I don't know how they call their music at the moment, but uh, if you like good, uh, good anti-fascist punk, then you sh definitely should check out that band. They're awesome, and uh, they've made a song which is called uh, "Golden Shower White Power," and they just they changed the logo uh, that the guy on the floor. Uh, don't get a kick in the face. He get a golden shower. <laughs> That's like. That's funny. It's like yeah, we have we have stickers with where you can see the 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 Yedi Knights from Star Wars with masks and Antifa logos on the on the on the on their jackets. Mm -hmm. We have good night white pride stickers with Yoda mm -hmm. in, inside. It's like, just, yeah, just be creative. There's so much funny things you can do. We had David Hasselhoff uh, Antifa stickers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was nice because it was uh, it was a David Hasselhoff picture, um, then an Antifa logo in uh, on the right side, and. Uh, on the bottom was written, "Hey Nazi scum, don't hassle the Hof." <laughs> and That's awesome. <laughs> I like that a lot. We have we also we, it's like especially stuff like like stickers or posters. You can be so creative and and you can be and you can make so funny things with it. So why don't you do it? This world is serious enough. Be funny, mm -hmm. and the people will. That's also a, a strategy against isolation. Mm -hmm. If you don't want to make podcasts or YouTube videos, or if you don't walk around in in antifa shirts, you you can make posters to to do public work. If you want to do the public work or, or make stickers, mm -hmm. you can do whatever you want. South Park antifa stickers. Yeah, hell yeah, we got them. <laughs> <laughs> it's you can you can use everything you want. Mm -hmm. You just be creative. 
the creative funny stuff breaks out of that narrative too that we're just really scary you know uh, what means scary make the funny stuff and you're not scary anymore <laughs> people will love you <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. everybody needs a laugh right now yeah how do you reach out to a community that's maybe on the fence about anti-fascism? <laughs> With funny stuff. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I guess that ties in. <laughs> it's yeah. like, if, 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 if there is a community which is on the fence about anti-fascism and, and, and fascism, then it anyways must be a fuck community if there's no conservative <laughs> middle or something like this <laughs> or social democrat or whatever but like if, if the people are on the fence like what they anyways if you ask yourself if you want to become a fascist or an anti-fascist then you're already really <laughs> like <laughs> fair point fair point <laughs> stop <laughs> thinking <laughs> I guess yeah. I guess just go back, <laughs> go go back to your couch and watch the Super Bowl while you drink two liter root beer. <laughs> it's okay. You don't have to be political. Yeah, you just go away. That's fine. That's yeah. I guess more about activating people that want to be involved already, or are or going into the communities, empowering people who are being targeted. Well, yeah. First of all, be present. Like. Uh, in, in Madrid there is a district, for, uh, it's called Vallecas, in, uh, in uh, the city of Livorno in Italy is also a really nice place. You get St. Pauli in Hamburg, these are all districts where they're known as anti-fascist districts and the people there, they just live their life but with an anti-fascist attitude, you know. It's like take the coolest district in the city and be present there. That's everything. Support the local uh, businesses there, like the little businesses. Not, not like I don't want to say don't go to McDonald's because that sounds so like no McDonald's is the fault. <laughs> it's all McDonald's fault. <laughs> well, it's like, you know, if if you have, if you have, like, you're hungry and you're in in the district uh, which you want to have as an as an well-known anti-fascist district, and when you're hungry and you have the decision between McDonald's and a, a little kebab store, fucking hell, go to the kebab store. Mm -hmm. You also can go to McDonald's, but the kebab store is more nice because it's more on a personal level. Mm -hmm. But then you can talk with your friends there about politics and if the people get interested, they get interested. Mm -hmm. And also do the funny stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I've had some interesting moments where... Um, in certain places talking openly with friends about Antifa and anti-fascism and knowing and just sort of like feeling the people around kind of listening in you know yeah. and just like deciding you know I was at a little diner and um, we decided to talk openly about anarchism and stuff and then this guy at the diner ne like the table next to us was like obviously kind of listening but trying to pretend not to listen you know but it's like okay like this is a moment I decided like okay in this moment am I going to stop talking about it or am I going to like let him hear what we got to say you know and it was a uh, it was kind of and like that kind of stuff happens and it's an interesting choice in those moments you know like is this a moment where we can spread the ideas or is this a moment where we need to like shut the fuck up <laughs> spread the ideas definitely Don't talk, don't talk about uh, the structures in the background and maybe don't talk about the next illegal action. Goddamn, go on strike, you get exploited, dude. Um, no, um, it's like you, you have... Just continue talking. I think that's the best way. If you already recognize that the people are interested, you should continue talking. 
for sure you should not talk about the structures in the background or about how great your news graffiti on the train was or something like this and you also should not talk about like when you're when, when a comrade uh, have to to face uh, uh, like if 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 a, if a comrade of you go and have to go to courthouse because something don't talk about what he have done or what he have not done it's simple but if if you if you talk about normal stuff why should you stop talking um. don't isolate yourself there's so much critic about that Antifa is so isolated over here but then you ask questions if you should if you should continue talking or if you should not continue talking I mean, it's not a question for me for sure I, I talk for sure I want to I want to show the people that there is anti-fascism uh, that, that there exists something against this shit circumstances and when the people get interested in it why shouldn't they listen to you you know there there will be some people who go openly to you and say hey I've seen or I heard that you talk about anti-fascism I'm interested in it like before you you said something with paranoia yeah for sure but when you when you talk in a when you talk in a bar or in a restaurant about anti-fascism you should not you should not complain about paranoia then you know <laughs> it's like <laughs> uh -huh. that's fair fair point um you said that there are some people who are concerned about American anti-fascism <laughs> yeah well <laughs> it's, maybe it's kind of prejudice but in some subcultures in, in Europe the people say oh yeah hopefully the Americans don't fuck it up not like they fucked up punk oh. <laughs> stuff like that it's more like a joke it's not a real it's not a real threat hey it's not a real threat it's more a joke okay yeah I think this sort of cross-pollination is really good though I think I'm learning a lot so it's cool yeah that's sad <laughs> sad that we have to learn about anti-fascism or ways of anti-fascism normally it should be normally it should not even exist in a perfect world, we would not need anti-fascism. Yeah. When people compare fascism, fascists to anti-fascists. Like <laughs> I love that people. <laughs> like we're the real fascists, right? Like, fascists I have a goal. We have a stopping them. I, 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 really, I, I really love that people because... Um, they um, Often they use an, an Italian socialist... As a as a quote, um, this guy say uh, when fascism come back, uh, when if if fascism come back, he will not say I'm the fascism. He will say I'm the anti-fascism. And it's really funny because they say, yeah, you see the anti-fascists today, they are the real fascists. But it's funny because uh, <laughs> this Italian socialist mended in the way how the the fascists in Europe act like they are fascists but they say no they are the real <laughs> fascists and <laughs> claim themselves yeah, to so be anti-fascists that's just everywhere then that's that's mm. a very favorite favorite thing around here too <laughs> and it's also funny that there is another uh, it's a comedian from from Germany which is he's really political and uh, he created a, a character which is a kangaroo And uh, this kangaroo talks to racists and, and, and stuff like this. So it's it's really funny. It's uh, yeah. And um, in one story, the um, the kangaroo um, meets a th meets a person who say that the fascists are um, as bad as uh, the anti-fascists. Or oh, the anti-fascists are as bad as the fascists, and um, 
if uh, if if the kangaroo don't see a difference, uh, don't see how equal they are, and then the kangaroo say, um, uh, I have to translate it. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> um, and then the kangaroo say, um, Oh no, no, there is a difference because um, uh, anti-fascists maybe burn cars and. Um, and uh, fascists burn people and I don't own people so it's more bad when they burn the car <laughs> because you own the car so <laughs> the anti-fascists take something from you but mm. yeah oh. it's like if oh. you <laughs> <laughs> yeah. go kangaroo such wisdom from a kangaroo the kangaroo is awesome uh, but that's it. Everybody who say that anti-fascists are as bad as fascists didn't understood the struggle because in in the in every fascist ideology is violence against people uh, who 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 think in a different way or who are different to the thing what fascists see as normal. While while anti-fascism has so many different thoughts about violence like there are anarchist groups who say um, if they use violence because they, they say violence is an, is an act of authority and if they are against all authority why should they be in, in, in that situation um, the the side of the authority. Mm -hmm. So every fa uh, every fascist organization talks about violence and talks about hate, while anti-fascists more speak about solidarity and anti-racism, mm -hmm. stuff like that. There are some groups who talk about violence too, but there are also many groups which say that violence is not a good tool in the, in, in the struggle. So there's the first difference. And, and what these people also, uh, also should understand is that we save their asses too. Like, if you look in the history of Germany, for it's like... Um, the left wing always fighted against the fascists, while the social democrats tried to. Um, well, many of them also fought the fascists, but some of them also had uh, the idea to talk with them. And some and the conservative uh, parties, they said, "Yeah, we will work together with the fascists. It's not a problem," and stuff like that. But in fact, as first. When when Hitler came to power, as first he eliminated the anti-fascist resistance, then he eliminated the the social democrats, and then he eliminated the conservatives. Until just fascists were there. Mm -hmm. So many people should understand that we also fight this this this. Yeah, just understand that we also save your ass. Mm -hmm. them. It can be really hard between anti-fascists, um, radicals, and liberals sometimes. Here, often, I don't know if it's the same there. Like liberals well, liberals are something different in in uh, in Germany, I think. Hmm. Like liberals is more a social democratic politic, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, in, uh, in 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 Europe, liberal mostly means that you are. Uh, uh, it's more. It's it's like mo it's like the policy, uh, like the political. Wait, I would translate that word now. <laughs> I will translate that now because. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, it's also generally speaking, liberal here. Is often very neoliberal. I mean, it's a kind of a wide term, but it's often very capitalist and mm -hmm. very reformist. And um, 
while so it's, it's one of those hard things where it's like trying to reach out to all community because like a lot of people know you know want to fight fascism want to fight anti-racism um but then we'll send we'll we'll throw anarchists up the river and call cops on them which is a very serious thing to do you know what i mean Mm-hmm. And so it's like there's a lot of can be really bitterness between that, but um, there's a lot of it's really important to talk to liberals too, and work with them. There's a lot of people who want to be doing anti-racist work mm-hmm. who just don't understand anti-fascism. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, well, a, l- a liberal in in Europe is mostly uh, being good to the. It's it's more uh, uh, it's more economic liberalism. Mm, yeah. So, like, people who are more left, would they wouldn't say that they are liberal mm. because it's more in the economy and stuff like that. <coughs> so it's different. Oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, we, we have those fights with the social democrats, for example. Mm-hmm. Like, ah, oh God. They make the same mistakes, like, <laughs> like in the 30s and 20s. <laughs> Social democratic politics is a fail since 150 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do we learn from history? Yeah. Well, if you if you live in Europe, you <laughs> you can't avoid learning from history. Well, okay. Well, no, that's that's. That that was stupid because in every place you learn from history, but especially when it's about fascist history, then you definitely learn it in in, in Europe your whole life because there are still the the places of of the Nazi Party and stuff like that, mm-hmm. many buildings and. Yeah, the concentration camps, for example, who become memorial sites. Mm-hmm. So. And some of those movements are really big and much further, much more well developed than here. And in Poland, it scares the shit out of me. You mean the anti-fascists in Poland? No, the or fascism in Poland. Oh, yeah. Like that, that's what I meant. Like the fascist movements are, sh- in many places in Europe, are stronger than they are here. Yeah, yeah. So it's a more, like, uh, maybe potentially more obvious problem. Well. The people that are, like, really not paying attention. Because <laughs> it's a problem here, too, you know? But <laughs> it's, it's easy. Because in poor countries... When, 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 when capitalism have a bad time... Fascism spread, and Eastern Europe is not really well known for their good economy, or yeah, they're not the richest countries. Yeah. So, so the people are afraid about their future, and fascists take that fear and switches switch it to hate. Yeah, you were talking about the development of more sort of mutual aid work in more community support work as anti-fascist work. Mutual aid? Yeah, mutual aid meaning like just sort of helping people, like the feeding the homeless and providing oh. shelter for people and um, that kind of that kind of like community support work. Yeah, it's important. <laughs> it's like that's a that's a strategy to to bring people to your ideas. You don't have to talk about it, but like when it's when it's winter and it's freezing cold, we 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 collect uh, we collect jackets or shoes or, or something like that. And give it to the homeless. Everybody gets something in, in, in his home he said which he or she didn't 
wore in a or didn't wear in a, in a long time and want to want to put it away so give it to the people who need it it's easy yeah and some of them will ask you why you're doing that and then you say then you can say you're a good person or then you can say you don't don't be like a don't be like a priest and preach to them what you think or something but you can give them little uh, but you can with words you can influence them that they that they think about some stuff and if they know because like in 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 Europe Antifa is, is a is a lifestyle you know uh, we have we have buttons ev on on our jackets we we have stickers with us we have in summer we wear the shirts and everything so the the homeless people when 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 you give for example if you, if you organize uh, something like that that you collect uh clothing for homeless people and you give it to them they will see the the buttons mm -hmm. they will see the the patches or the hats they will recognize that you're an anti-fascist and they will remember that you that you helped them that you helped them not for the not yeah that you helped them because you wanted to help them they will they will recognize that they will recognize that it's not that you don't do it for money or, or something they will recognize that you did it because you're a good person Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know how how is it with how how the situation with with homeless people in in the states is, but like in the city where I'm from, there is a river, and uh, the most home or some homeless people uh, stay under the bridge the most time because they say it's their home. They will recognize you because uh, it's also near to a, to a um, to a little beach and to a place where you can make barbecue or something. So when you hang out there in in summer, they will recognize you and, and they will talk to you. And then, and then talk to them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and going down to talking to people, making connections. Yeah building community in like a really strong yeah. way and if you and if you're disgusted <laughs> to talk to homeless people then you should rethink your position yeah if you're right in, in, the, in the left wing movement or not <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, it's that easy you have to talk to the people how, how will you how will you bring your ideas to to the people will not understand just from looking at you. You have to talk about your ideas. That also pushes you. If you can... It's, it's like if you can share your ideas. There's... I would say it's, 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 it's beautiful to, to talk with people about my ideas how how this world should be it can be also um it can be also annoying when when the person with which you talk is a is a <coughs> is a racist idiot <coughs> <coughs> or or a sexist or something but nobody is born as an anti-fascist nobody is born Nobody is born doing just the right things. Some people learn racism when they're when they're little children and they're racist when they become old. So they never heard <laughs> so they probably never heard about anti-racism. Or they probably never heard about why we are all equal. Mm-hmm. When you when you grow up in a, in a in a little town in Wyoming, and your parents are fucking racists, and all your life you just hear racist sentences and stuff like that, 
it's like from from where should you know that the people are all equal maybe you have not even seen uh, uh, people uh, like m maybe 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 all your life you you just sit in this little town in in Wyoming or Arkansas or oh, I don't know and all your life you've just seen white persons and all your life you you just heard the the racist stuff your parents said and what the others said you learn the fear and you learn the hate so from where should the people know so you have to talk to them nobody said that you should talk friendly to them but talk to them You also can punch his face while you talk. <laughs> no, it's like we, you know. That's also something like when 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 we hang around with with, with the kids in in, in the district. Oh, with the kids in the district, like with, with the youth in the district. When when we hang around with them, they say sexist words. Yeah. But if you are from a from a from a orthodox Muslim Muslim family, which where the father is a is a patriarch, and like from where should you know that <laughs> nobody ever talked with you about anti-sexism and that all gender are equal? So from where should you know? And if we want to. If, if if we want to to change this world and if we want to change the thinking of the people then you have to talk to them then you have to say hey ma'am what you're saying is, is not true or is not correct being an anti-fascist is hard <laughs> Is that a dumb thing to say? <laughs> Seems pretty obvious. <laughs> it's hard, but it's worth it. It is. It's good. I'm tired, but I'm happy. No Nazis. Stand up and fight. Nah, uh, Cartman. Stuff like that. It <laughs> <laughs> means uh, hunt Nazis out of town. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow, you have so many South Park anti-fascist memes. 